Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. A national championship game is set. 15 games yesterday. And one of the highest profile players, for better or for worse, in the league quit his job mid-game. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus, the ESPN app. And you can say, listen to ESPN Radio on your smart speaker. We are presented by Progressive Insurance with all guests appearing via the Goodyear hotline. I am Amber Wilson. He's Joe Fortenbaugh. We are filling in for Mike Greenberg today. You can give us a call, 1-888-SAY-ESPN. That's 1-888-729-3776. Be a part of Greeny Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. College football bowl season is here, and fans are hyped, particularly now after we know who's in the national championship. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one that fans Deserve. Now it's time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. And Joe, yesterday was an absolutely wild one. We have some more clarity in terms of the playoff picture. 11 of 14 playoff spots are filled. Six of eight divisions have champions. And one of the two top seeds is clinched. Now, Sunday started off with the Bengals and the Titans. They clinched the AFC North and the AFC South, respectively. So let's start there. The Bengals, they beat the Chiefs 34-31 in a wild one. Joe, you knew there'd be fireworks, right? And so we had to have expected that going into this game. Certainly we got fireworks, particularly at the end of the game when, I mean, with seconds left, the Bengals, they decided to go for it instead of going for the go-ahead field goal. And they get multiple chances in doing that, thanks to penalties and everything else. They end up with just two seconds left, then kicking the field goal. The final drive took, I think, six minutes. So the Chiefs never get the ball back. I mean, Zach Taylor looks brilliant in the end, and the Bengals are able to hold them off in this game. Do you believe now in the Bengals after this win? You have to. Cincinnati, Kansas City, when we were entering that game yesterday morning, was about one thing and one thing only, answers. Because there were two big questions, one surrounding each team coming into the biggest game on Sunday. For Kansas City, it was very simple. You've won eight in a row, but is your defense truly legit? The numbers suggested it had turned the corner, but the opposition suggested otherwise. After all, when you're beating up on the dredge of the NFL, your defense should look good, whether it's had problems that season or not. And yesterday for Kansas City, what we saw is that the defense still isn't fixed. This is a team that has given up 28 or more points in five of the six games they've played against top 10 offenses. They faced a top 10 offense yesterday, and they got torched for 34 points. Joe Burrow, 446 passing yards. But the story is Cincinnati, because the question about the Bengals coming in yesterday was whether or not they could hang with the cream of the crop. Throughout the course of the season, they've only had one. Outside of Kansas City, one win against a team with a winning record, and that's the Las Vegas Raiders. No one else on the resume right now. Minnesota, Pittsburgh, Jacksonville, Detroit, Baltimore twice. That's a 500 outfit right now. Pittsburgh again and Denver. None of those teams boast a winning record. So you're going to step up in class and you're going to face the red-hot Kansas City Chiefs. Could you hang? And the fact that you not only won that game, Amber, but you found a way to do it after getting blown out in the first half. I mean, Kansas City was scoring at will, moving down the field at will. I believe it was 21-7 to at one point in that game. It looked like it was too much too soon for Joe Burrow and company, and they hung tight, they made the adjustments, and they came back to win that game. Can they win the Super Bowl? Probably not. It's a young team that's probably a year away from truly contending on that level. But ultimately what you saw yesterday is that the Browns do belong in the conversation because the big question for Cincinnati was whether or not they can hang with the best. And they showed yesterday that they most certainly can. 
I'm not going to take credit for being high on the Bengals all season long, although I have thought that's a good Cincy team, of course, headed in the right direction. But particularly coming off of these last couple weeks before coming into this week, I have been saying that I felt like the Bengals were really a, a team to watch headed into these playoffs because, in part, the Bengals are one of the healthiest teams in the NFL, if not the healthiest team in the entire league. And let's be honest, that matters maybe more this – I mean, that always matters, Joe, but – That might matter more this season than it's ever mattered before. And then also, because it has felt like here, Joe Burrow is really hitting his stride at the right time. We know what happened during his rookie campaign with his season cut short because of that injury. And now look at him with an entire season under his belt. You mentioned the 446 yards, four touchdowns yesterday. I mean, Jamar Chase is absolutely unbelievable as well. That speed, those hands, that dude is ridiculous to watch. That is quite the duo out there for Cincy and this win feels like a really strong statement for me that hey Cincinnati is telling us that we are for real and to take us seriously like you mentioned there's some questionable wins there on their schedule this isn't one of those I I don't know if this necessarily means that we should be panicking again about Kansas City's defense because I do think Joe that we can allow this win to be more about Cincinnati than it needs to be about Kansas City because I think we have a tendency to give the attention to the team that we're used to giving the attention to. And I don't know if I want to do that today. I don't want to take anything away from what the Bengals did. When you have a matchup of that magnitude and it's played that tightly, one team is going to lose. There is no need to jump all over that team and highlight the problems. I think you're exactly right. Like, that's the scenario. We're eventually going to get to Arizona and we're going to have all the opportunity in the world to bag on the team that lost the game. But in this one, it was two very good teams going toe-to-toe. Kansas City was on the road. They put on a hell of a performance. They came up short. They came up short against a really good Cincinnati team. I think if you're a Kansas City fan right now, the only thing you take away from that that's of true concern, that's of true concern, because the defense did turn the corner in the second half. They played a lot better. But if you are a Kansas City fan right now, you got to worry about the fact that you're going to lose the number one seed to Tennessee. That's got to sting because this is not the era of two teams getting a first round by and then hosting and then maybe you catch a break and the number one seed goes down and you get to host the AFC championship. There's one team. And that is a huge advantage now because instead of playing four games to win a Super Bowl, you're playing three, but everyone's got to come to you. You don't need to travel. You mentioned the COVID issues this year, the ability to just get right, get healthy, get organized, and be in a position to host all the way through the playoffs. At Arrowhead, that is a very dangerous place to try to win a road game in the playoffs. Just ask the Buffalo Bills last year who were red hot going into that game. So that would be the one takeaway for Kansas City. If you're really disappointed about that game, still played well. Lost a tight game to a very good football team on the road, but ultimately losing the number one seed would be the biggest problem there because you don't want to have to go through Tennessee. Tennessee seems beatable, but Derrick Henry's on his way back. Well, and the Chiefs losing, of course, opened up that door for Tennessee. I I don't think that this game is necessarily indicative of any concerns, like you said, with Kansas City moving forward, because Kansas City, I mean, several times they were up 14 in that game. This wasn't like an ugly loss for the Kansas City Chiefs by by any means. And Zach Taylor looks like a genius now because of the way that it all worked out there at the end of the game. You could argue what happens if Kansas City just lets them score when they make that decision to try to go for it. Do the Chiefs then have the opportunity to come back and, and you make that more of a game. I don't know. It, obviously, hindsight's twenty twenty. It all works out in the end for Cincinnati. But a wild one yesterday. That was straight talk. 
Straight talk wireless, no contract, no compromise. Sunday ended, Joe, with the Packers securing the NFC's top seed with an absolutely dominant win over the Vikings. And as a result, the Eagles clinched one of the NFC's wildcard spots. Earlier in the day, the Bills and the Patriots also secured playoff berths. One game remains in Week 17. We'll get that game tonight. The Steelers, they're going to host the Browns on Monday Night Football. The Steelers, they actually technically remain in that AFC mix, even though it is a very long shot. The rest of the league's playoff picture is going to have to wait until Week 18 for us to figure it all out. Greeny is presented by Progressive Insurance. You could save big when you bundle your auto, home, motorcycle, RV, or boat. Visit Progressive.com. There's a lot more for us to unpack from yesterday. The Dallas Cowboys, we have to get into their loss as well. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio with Amber Wilson and Joe Fortenbaugh filling in for Mike Greenberg. Greeny, the podcast. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like For the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This was huge for the Cardinals. I thought defensively they showed quite a bit against what really is, you know, a good Dallas offense. We're, we're right on the you know, precipice of the playoffs, and uh, we're still seeing that same old inconsistency from the Dallas Cowboys on offense. They've won the East, but how much could this loss hurt them? This is Greeny on ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus, the ESPN app. I'm Amber Wilson. He's Joe Fortenbaugh. We are filling in today for Mike Greenberg. Greeny is fine, but he did tweet out the news of why Joe and I are filling in for him the next couple of days here. Greeny said, sorry to say I have to miss the beginning of the year after I tested positive this week for COVID-19. I'm doing fine. Very manageable symptoms. Family is fine. I'll be back on the air on Friday. Happy New Year's, everyone. Enjoy the games. I'll really miss being there to talk about them with you. So we are here instead, Joe and I, to talk about those very games with you. We, of course, are presented by Progressive Insurance. Starting Stronger starts at AutoZone, where they've got battery solutions in the form of free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes them America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone, AutoZone. And the Cardinals, Joe, they were in the zone yesterday. They they beat the Dallas Cowboys 25 to 22. Dallas came into this game hot. 
the Cardinals came into this game completely ice cold. I mean, I don't think any of us believed in Arizona after what we've seen from them here down the stretch, particularly that really ugly loss to the Lions. So now they surprise us. They pick up this win. I mean, they pick themselves up by their bootstraps, Joe, and they got this much-needed win for this Cardinals team. Arizona could still win the division. Obviously, they're in the playoffs. They do trail the Rams by one game for that division. Dallas has locked up the East, but you know they hurt themselves with this loss in the seeding. We always freak out here after Cowboys losses. Was this game more about what Dallas didn't do or what Arizona did do? This game was incredible. It was incredible because of so many different layers that go into such a nuanced conversation. I want to start with Arizona, who just went 6-0 and as an underdog on the road this season. All their road games are complete. They went 8-1 and on the road, 6-0 and as an underdog. When everyone had packed it in on them, they put together exactly the performance they needed to put together against the Dallas Cowboys. There are a lot of elements and a lot of things that happened in yesterday's game that you could focus on. The one for me that I cannot get away from is Cliff Kingsbury bamboozling Mike McCarthy out of a timeout that he desperately needed late in the game and didn't have. That's like the world coming together to implode within itself because these two are known for poor game management. And if you remember the scenario, I believe it's in the third quarter, Arizona's trying to get into the end zone. It's fourth down. McCarthy and the Cowboys just assume they're going to kick the field goal. So they try to send in the block unit. Arizona keeps their offense on the field. McCarthy's not ready for it. And they, they get caught in a substitution and he has to burn a timeout. As soon as they burn the timeout, Kingsbury sends the field goal unit out. It was just simply a tactic to get McCarthy to burn a timeout, which he did. Fast forward to the end of the game when Dallas needs to get a stop, get off the field, get the ball back, go down and have a chance to win. And you have the fumble by the Arizona running back, which by the referees, he's ruled down. On the review, it turns out he wasn't down, but because McCarthy didn't have any timeouts left, he couldn't challenge it. And as a result, Arizona keeps the ball and wins the game fascinating that Cliff Kingsbury of all people bamboozles Mike McCarthy in a moment that really isn't discussed until late in the game when you realized how badly he needed that timeout. Jerry Jones is paying for great. His team is not great. We can sit here and bash Dallas all day long. They're a good football team, but the payroll suggests they should be great. The talent suggests they should be great. The improvement on the defensive side of the ball suggests they should be great this year, but they're not because Those who don't learn from history are doomed to repeat it. And with Mike McCarthy week in and week out, his inability to manage crucial late game situations is ultimately the Achilles heel of this team. He's not calling the offense. He's not calling the defense. He should be able to do a better job managing these games. He's not. And it was played a big role yesterday in that team not having the opportunity to come back and win that game. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Let's bring Jeff Saturday into this conversation. ESPN NFL analyst Jeff Saturday joins us on the Goodyear hotline, making the plays that move you forward. Goodyear more driven. So, Jeff, I said when we were setting things up here for this Cardinals-Cowboys game, I said to Joe that we freak out after Cowboys losses. And I feel like that's kind of what Joe just did uh, in his analysis. <laughs> what, did you, what did you make of this Cowboys loss in McCarthy's coaching? I think it's the other way. I think we freak out when they play good, and all of a sudden we want to anoint them like the you know like this is going to be the, the best football team in uh, in the NFL. And so so I'm with them. Like I, I think that this this shows up uh, much more often than the other way. 
And, um, you know, falling under the category that I've said this a number of times, you know, you got one job, and that's McCarthy's one job. You got coordinators calling all the plays. Like, like your job is strategy and understanding moments in the game of when you need to use timeouts and not to use timeouts and challenges and blah, 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 you know, kind of all the things that fall under the head coach's responsibility. You should be laser-focused on those things, and when, especially in a situation where you're trying to come back, you dug yourself a hole, you're trying to grab some momentum, you're trying to get this thing back. Uh, you, you should be pinpoint accurate. This should not be something that you um, that's questionable. It's fifty fifty. It's an iffy. It's all those things. These things should be um, they should be rolling out like 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 there's no no issues and it, it should come second nature. So um, I'm with them. I, look, man, like the other part of the Cowboys is what, what did they do yesterday to impress anything? Like like there was nothing about that game that ever to me felt like Arizona was out of control. I thought they controlled the lines of scrimmage. They limited explosive plays by the Cowboys. Like, they did kind of everything right, but we're still going to be focused on the Cowboys because that's what we do. But I think everybody gets really excited when they play well. They have names. Obviously, they're, you know, they're, they're huge in that, and their defense has been spectacular with Dan Quinn in, in the area of turnovers. But as far as just, you know, choking out teams and doing those things, we, we expected – we expected this offense to do that. The entire offseason, that's all we talked about was how explosive this offense was going to be. The defense, if they could be a top 15-ish type team, they would have a shot. Well, guess what? It flipped. Their defense has carried them. Their offense isn't carrying their own weight in big games, um, and that's what it looks like. And everybody goes, oh, well, look at their look at their points per. Who cares? I mean, it's about wins and losses against playoff-caliber teams. And do, do they if, when they stack up against any of those opponents, do they scare you because – when I'm looking at it, I don't have a lot of fear in me. All right, so Jeff, it's a year where it feels like all of the top contenders have at least one glaring flaw. As good as Green Bay has been, the special teams have been an issue this season. You go to the AFC, Kansas City's defense at times go MIA. Mac Jones is a rookie quarterback who struggled on the road. Everybody's got something. Dallas sitting there sure. currently 11-5. and five. All right, they're going to win the division. How deep can they go in the playoffs? Given McCarthy's limitations as a game manager, given some of the other issues you just discussed, what's their ceiling right now? Oh man, I mean, I think they win a playoff game. I think, I think it gets when they match up with Green Bay, when they match up with Tampa, uh, even the Rams. When they match up against the Rams, um, you know, and, and you just saw the Cardinals. So, you know, to me, it's 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 better than a coin flip for the other side, right? Is that it, it, there's nothing, you know, and, and I'll say this later today, right? I, in, in, on sports centers and different things, and. and they they're not explosive, and they're not physical running the football. Those if if you don't have one, you better have the other. And right now they don't have either. Like like if you looked at yesterday's game, and you were watching that game, there was nothing explosive about that offense that goes, dude, man, this really really scares you. And I would have thought Cooper would have been that guy, right? I mean, I would have thought, but CD Lamb has had an incredible season. He's done his thing. Obviously, the Gallup loss is going to be enormous for this football team. But I would have thought that Cooper would have had more uh, juice, you know, he, he, um, you know, he and Dak and what this thing has looked, turned out to be. But also, I thought their run game would have been substantially better. You know, they started the season hot. They looked really good running the football for six or seven games in a row. And you're like, man, this thing could look really look good. They've kind of, kind of gotten away from that. So, 
I, I, they're just not they're not concerning. When I think you match up against those other teams, although they have flaws, um, you know, I, I think you look at them and go, man, like th- those teams, those teams would make you more nervous than what the Cowboys do right now. Jeff Saturday joining Amber Wilson and Joe Fortenbaugh. We are filling in for Greeny today. And Jeff, I don't want to spend the whole interview on this game. I just think that there's a lot to unpack here. We've talked a lot yeah. about the Cowboys. I do want to get your opinion on this Cardinals team. Obviously coming into this game off of a few very ugly losses. I'm not even sure people bought into this Cardinals team when they had the best record in the NFL early in the season. What are your thoughts now on this Cardinals team after this win? Enormous. Uh, listen, I, I, I will be 100% honest. I did not think they would go into Dallas and beat them. After after kind of the skid they've been on, um, you know, not really matching up. You saw the Colts game when they only had, what, four, four missing offensive linemen and they still got gashed and all those kind of things. I thought, oh, man, wheels are off for this Cardinals football team. That they came back and played as well as they did. And, I'm, and listen, I'm going to give Kyler Murray a ton of credit right here because – not just throwing the ball, but about him sustaining and extending drives and doing things with his legs and, and getting down and protecting himself, I thought was phenomenal. And when everybody piled on and everybody's like, look, Cliff King, you know, Kingsbury can't coach after the halfway point. You know, everybody's piling on. This is a bad football team. We didn't buy in when they were the, you know, the last undefeated team and you know, kind of everybody going in. For them to match up and answer the way they did, I thought was extremely impressive. And and um, in my hope, you know, you never know, but you hope these types of wins can can change and help define organizations. You know what I mean? Like when I think back to my career at the Colts, like when you beat the Titans on the road, right? Because they were really good at the time, and when you upset them, then kind of took the turn and started making these steps on these big games big stages, big moments, and you met the moment, I think that's really cool. And I, I, I was very impressed with the way that they played. Again, I never, the entire game, even when Dallas started coming back, I never felt like Arizona was in any, any jeopardy. And it sounds crazy to think that, but I really just like, man, they are just in control right now. And I felt good about the game. And obviously the punch out with Dak uh, to turn the game is a remarkable play. But Man, it was just a heck of a football game. I give them a ton of credit, man. You, they they beat them. They did, you know they they beat Dallas. They didn't you know they didn't luck into this win. They they came out and beat them, and and it looked really good from my perspective. Cincinnati defeats Kansas City thirty four thirty one in the marquee game of the day that lived up to the hype. Right now, outside of that Kansas City win, Cincinnati's only beaten one other team with a winning record this season. It's the Raiders, believe it or not, because Baltimore is now a 500 team. Cincinnati, incredibly impressive. They now are going to take the division. After beating KC and looking at the rest of the AFC, is it crazy to think that the Bengals could make a run all the way to the Super Bowl? No, I don't think they can make one because of their offensive line. I mean, listen, Joe Burrow is is excellent. They're they're skilled guys. They match up really well uh, with Kansas City and what Kansas City wants to do. Um, and then let's be honest, man, Kansas City made some errors, you know, got some calls, you know, they, they, they did some things to hurt themselves, right? You can't hold on a touchdown on a kickoff return or return. Uh, you know, you can't, you can't make errors down the red zone. So Kansas City did some things as well. Um, so I still like Kansas City. I still like Tennessee. I still like Indy. I, th- I mean, listen, the, the Bengals are a great story. I'm a, I'm a fan of them. I'm, I'm glad they're playing the way they are. Uh, but their offensive line, listen, Joe Burrow, I mean, I'm, and listen, I'm, you know, hear me in the right way. 
heroic is probably not the right term, but but whatever word it is to have courage to stand in the pocket because that dude gets freaking smoked, bro. He gets hit <laughs> and hit and hit, gives up sacks. I mean, and he still stands in there and delivers the ball. I, I just I'm blown away. Like on third and twenty seven, they bring seven dudes. And he chucks it up there, and, and Chase makes a great play. All the, but, my God, he had been hit again. Like, he gets hit. And, and when you play playoff football, you have got to keep your quarterback vertical. You've got to – and right now, man, the Bengals, they just – I think when it gets playoff time, they're going to get exposed up front. And like you said, every team has, has, you know, has flaws in the AFC. Like, it is for real almost a coin flip every week, in my opinion. So, could they? Yeah, I would be surprised because – in my opinion, the teams that have the best offensive lines, once they hit the playoffs, are going to be the ones that separate themselves, and that's not the category that the Bengals are going to be in. And Burrow not being skittish in the pocket, coming off of that injury. I mean, football players are just built different. Speaking of, Jeff, Saturday joins Amber Wilson and Joe Fortenbaugh here. We are filling in for Greeny. So, Jeff, uh, a football player quit yesterday. <laughs> he quit his job mid-game. I'm not sure we've ever seen it happen quite like that. Antonio Brown, he quits essentially the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, mid-game, takes off his shirt, throws it into the stands, takes off his gloves. The Jets have driven a lot of people crazy over the years. I'm not sure that we expected the Jets to drive somebody to quit their job mid-game here. What did you make of that moment from Antonio Brown? Yeah, disappointing, obviously. I mean, and especially the situation that the, the Bucks are in, uh, and I'm just going to keep this on the field, you know, for, for whatever's happening off the field, obviously you're, you're concerned at whatever's going on, but whatever it is, you know, I, I don't know. But from on the field with the Godwin injury, Fournette injury, uh, you, you you know, I thought Brown was going to be, and I even said this last week either on get up or first take or something like that, but I thought he would be the answer um, for these guys not being able to play because he is a guy who can create with, with his routes, he can create with his separation, his explosive plays, um, his tenacity to attack the football, like all of those things. I was like, man, you know, Brown's going to carry these guys for the next few weeks. Um, and so from, if you're the Bucks, man, you were extremely disappointed because now the Godwin injury is even bigger because Antonio Brown is no longer part of your team. And the Fournette injury, um, is, is the, is the one that I think he has to get back. And so it is obviously a, uh, a tough situation, but I've never, I mean, I've, I've never seen a situation like that where the guy just literally walks off. And so something, um, and again, you know, we've seen all the off the field stuff that he's been. Uh, been allowed to come back from, and even even this season, when you know when when uh, Bruce Arians said very candidly he's coming back because it helps our football team, and and you know he, <clears throat> I think everybody understood what that meant, right? Is, is he he didn't love it, but he had to do it because he thought it was better for the team. At this point, it's no longer better for the team, and so he's going to move on from them. So um, I, I think from the Bucks though side, man, they got to be extremely disappointed just from the situation they're in from a health perspective. Jeff Saturday, thanks so much for joining us, Jeff. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. For all the ones who get it done, Granger is always there to help. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, 24-7 support, free access to product specialists, and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner, 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 they're your safety partner, makes more sense. They can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Safety is the name of the game. Call Granger.com or just stop by.
Yeah. We just saw Antonio Brown, by the way, leaving the field, tossing his equipment up into the stands. Antonio Brown is always potentially a meltdown waiting to happen, and he may have just melted down. So you heard it there. That is exactly what happened in the midst of that Bucks jets game. The Bucks were losing the huge majority of that game. Brady's record against the Jets is 30-7. and It looked ugly there for a while for the defending Super Bowl champs, which was confusing to all of us. But no more, uh, no more of a confusing moment than when A.B. quit on his team mid-game. We don't actually know what happened. Arians said after the game that he tried to get Antonio Brown to go into the game. He refused. He tried again. He refused. He didn't know why he refused. Fused, according to Bruce Arians, Bruce Arians made it very clear after that game that Antonio Brown is no longer a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. I mean, it seems like he he made that decision for them um, and kind of quit his job during the game and then Ubered home. I don't, I don't know what's how Ubered back to the plane. I don't know what's happening there for Antonio Brown. A lot to unpack here where I kind of want to go with this moment, Jeff, is first and foremost, what did you make of it? Because I was, I actually was watching that game live, and I don't know why I was surprised with everything that we've seen from Antonio Brown over the years, but I was even still shocked in that moment the way that it went down. Much like the security at MetLife Stadium, I thought it was a fan on the field. That's, I, I just thought somebody had yeah, taken their shirt too. off. It's a cold day. We see lunatics all the time in stadiums on cold days with their shirts off. David I mean, Putty all, painting. Not, not normally built maybe the same right, way. Yeah, not, he, not he did have like the, that. Yeah. Yeah, thank goodness he still did have the, the, the jersey <laughs> pants on. So, like, they – I mean, but apparently they actually did have to tell security, like, no, that's A.B. Apparently it took yeah. a minute. Cause you, can you imagine if they tackled him out there? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if they do, do you blame them? I mean, it, we, we haven't seen anything like this before. No one has. And that's why you have to understand it for what it is, and it's a cry for help. I don't want to go too deep onto it because I can't speak to what's going on in Antonio Brown's personal life, but this isn't the first time we've seen something like this. This isn't probably going to be, unfortunately, the last time we see something like this. I think Tom Brady said it perfectly after the game when he addressed the media and he said now is the time for compassion and for empathy because of everything he deals with behind the scenes. So there's clearly something going on. Uh, His reaction to whatever happened on that field was not a normal reaction. It appears to be a cry for help. And I think that if anything, I hope he gets that help. I hope he finds a way to improve upon his life. Because you look at the way this guy has made decisions over the last three to four years, it's easy to highlight the money, right? He's 11 receptions away from a $333,000 bonus. 281 receiving yards away from a $333,000 bonus. Three touchdowns away from a $333,000 bonus. That's a million dollars on the table that he's walking away from. Maybe he doesn't get the touchdowns, but he probably gets the receptions and he should get the yards. He walked away from a ton of money in Oakland when he blew up that deal with the Raiders who then ended up moving to Las Vegas. And then he signed a one-year $15 million deal with the Patriots that gave him $9 million guaranteed. And he only played one game for them before issues reared their head and he was cut by the organization. So there's something going on in this guy's life that leads to this. And all you can hope for is that somewhere down the line, he gets the help and he's able to turn the corner because that's what it is. I don't think this is a cry for Instagram likes or to be the number one story that's trending throughout the course of uh, Twitter and the web. That's not what he's looking for. But I will also say this. Everyone out there at any point who calls for Mike Tomlin's job in Pittsburgh, remember that he coached this guy for nine years and we never heard a peep. And I don't think it's because he left Pittsburgh and then changed. I think it's because that organization and that coach and that leadership group found a way to make it work where it hasn't worked elsewhere. So Mike Tomlin, kudos to you, nine years, because clearly you were able to manage the situation better than others have. 
But ultimately, it is, Amber, just a sad, sad story of a guy who, who every opportunity he gets, he finds a way to blow it up. Yeah, I'm not going to sit here and play psychologist because I'm not one, and I have no idea. I don't know Antonio Brown personally. I have no idea what's going on there, and I always get uncomfortable when we go there and try to guess on what's going on with somebody or what's going on with them from a mental perspective. I have no idea. What we do know is everything that Joe just said about the history here and then all the money that he has left on the table, and and he certainly has exhibited erratic behavior here during his NFL career, and, and this is another example of that. I don't even know what happened on the sidelines. I don't don't think any of us do. I'm not sure we'll ever get that answer of what happened on the sidelines to have even prompted this response or why he was upset to begin with. But uh, this certainly will change things from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers from a football perspective. So we'll get into that more next. Greeny, the podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more More than than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. And we have an incident down here with Antonio Brown. He is upset about something, Gene, and I've never seen this. He has taken his uniform, his shoulder pads off, and he has run to the Buccaneer locker room. That sound was credit to 98 Rock. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio. Amber Wilson and Joe Fortenbaugh filling in for Mike Greenberg. All callers join us on the Dr. Pepper hotline. 188-SAY-ESPN. That's 188-729-3776. So Joe Antonio Brown quit his job. Like many of us maybe have imagined ourselves quitting jobs in the past. I'm not sure any of us have actually ever done it. He takes off his uniform. He throws his jersey into the stands, throws his gloves into the stands, storms off the field. Nobody really knew. I was watching it in real time live. I had no idea what was happening. I had already started. I was taking notes for the show and I kind of had the game on in the background. And then I I realize I'm like, why is AB out there shirtless? I, I, what is happening? I'm like, is he injured? Did I miss something? You know, if he's injured, why is he getting naked? What are we doing? And then, you know, he storms off the field. I, I turned up the sound on the television and, and I learned that none of us really know what happened with that Antonio Brown situation. But 
Bruce Arians made it very clear in his post-game presser that Antonio Brown is no longer a member of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Brady was uh, a bit more tempered in his response in his post-game presser, saying, of course, that we love him and that we wish him well, but also making it clear he's no longer a part of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So now, Joe, the Bucs have no Godwin. They have no Antonio Brown. They're relying on players like Cyril Grayson, you know, who didn't even play at LSU and is now starring alongside Brady or or Mike Evans, who's been limited. He was limited with COVID. He needs to come back and be fully healthy. You know, Johnson, Miller, it's some unproven talent now that's around Tom Brady, who's, of course, trying to repeat here as Super Bowl champions. How much is this going to affect them on the field? So I'm 41 years old, and throughout the course of my existence, I have developed and tried to perfect three hard, fast rules that I live by. Just three. I don't want to complicate life, but there's three hard, fast rules. Number one, happy wife, happy life. That is 100% Smart true. Man. Number two. I'm going to give you my husband's number. You can go ahead and, and have a little talk. <laughs> make, you know, just make sure. Send him my way. Number two, always invest in the good toilet paper. There are places where you can go cheap. Toilet paper is not one of them. That's hard, fast rule number two. And hard, fast rule number Solid three, goal. you don't count out Tom Brady. I have been burned on this in the past. I have looked at this situation from every conceivable angle to say, well, that's it for Tampa Bay. No Godwin, very underrated this season with what he brought to that offense. No Antonio Brown to fill in. Evans coming back from injury, Fournette banged up. The team's had some issues at times on defense this year, but they look like they've turned a corner. This isn't going to be Tampa Bay's year. And I remember going back just one year ago saying, eh, Tampa might get past Washington, but they won't get past New Orleans. Eh, Tampa got past New Orleans, but they're not going to get past Green Bay. Eh, Tampa got past Green Bay, but whatever. Green Bay always loses in the NFC Championship. They'll lose to the Chiefs. And then he went and won another Super Bowl. So whatever way we want to analyze this, it's got to start with the idea that we can't count out Tom Brady. Will it be harder this year? Obviously, he doesn't have the weapons around him that can make him one of the best in the game, but he still has the intellect. He still has the pedigree. He still has the coaching, and they're going to be in a position where they can go on the road and they can get the job done. Again, when you look around the NFC, everybody loves the Packers, but they are severely flawed on special teams. So while it will be a harder journey for Tampa Bay this year, Amber, I can't count him out because Brady has shown us for two decades you can't count the guy out even if you want to right now based on everything that's happening. Well, let's not forget Brady and the Bucks. They got it done last year. I mean, they didn't have a home game and they were able to win a Super Bowl, right? And so now this year, the path is a bit easier for them seating wise. However, this is going to very much hurt not having these weapons. We know this is why Brady wanted Antonio Brown on the team. And we saw AB coming off of what, 101 yard performance in the last game. And then now this, and now he's not even going to be part of the team when we thought, frankly, he was going to be able to pick up the slack uh, in the absence of Godwin. I don't even think I mentioned mentioned uh, Fournette. I don't know what his status is. They might get him back for the playoffs. So it has been a, a difficult a time down the stretch here for the Tampa Bay Bucks, just in terms of their health. But you're right. It is Tom Brady we're talking about, right? And you would expect that Tom Brady at this point in his career is going to be able to elevate the weapons around him. Even if he doesn't necessarily have the pieces that you saw last season, that he'll be able to elevate them. It's even been strange a bit with him and Gronk here down the stretch because they haven't always seemed to have the chemistry that they normally have. You'll think you would imagine, though, it's still Tom Brady, right? I mean, you're right. You don't ever, ever count out Brady. They'll just be smarter. They'll find a way to tailor the game plan to play to their strengths and attack their opponent's weaknesses. Sun Tzu. It's something Bill Belichick's been doing for years. It's something Brady's been doing for years. They will highlight their strengths. They will cover up their weaknesses. 
They will have to cover up those weaknesses because now they certainly have some weaknesses around them in terms of weapons. Uh, a big story, though, in the NFL. The Bucks did get the win, though, over the Jets, even though it did look ugly there for a bit. Coming up next, is Mike McCarthy's Cowboys the weakest link on that team? This is Greeny on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.